Okay, welcome back to another episode of Splitting Sagittarius. It's your girl AM and your boy Adam. And this week we are talking about love languages. Yo. So, when did you first hear about love languages? Because I didn't hear about it until like after I got into college. Uh, I probably said the exact same. Um, I thought it was, I guess, not a weird concept, but I feel like it's been more talked about, like in just music in general, like the actual term love language, instead of just like people doing things that I guess people enjoy uh, to help the relationship bond. So yeah, I'd say like in college too. Yeah, and then so I actually just took the test for the first time. Um, I had never taken it. And my big one was words of affirmation, but it was only 27%, so I don't feel like that's overwhelming. Like, my lowest one was quality time, which is 13, but, I mean, if you ask me, I would say that my love language, personally, is just, like, talking about aliens. <laughs> like, at 2 a.m. in a car ride. So. Well, I don't know. See, that's what I said, like, knowing you, and we talked about this a little bit off camera, just, I feel like you just like to have your ego stroked, which you know people do. But I feel like your test was pretty accurate, so uh, just kind of depends. Just buy me things and tell me I'm pretty. Pretty much. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that sounds like AM right there. <laughs> what um? Do you know what yours is? Do you know what your main love languages are? I don't. Um, if I had to, like I said, I didn't take the test. Uh, wish I probably would have ahead of time. But um, I'd say the number one thing for me is just quality time. Uh, for me, I'm just a, you know, with my significant other, as long as we spend time together, it doesn't really too much matter uh, what we're doing. Just as long as we're kind of like together. Kind of all that matters to me, so yeah. I would, I would have said that would have been one of my main ones too, and then it was my lowest, so yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, just kind of looking at our you know, we're both Sagittarius, so kind of makes sense. Uh, yeah, I just like doing stuff. Like, if you go out and do stuff with me, like just random shit, like, or if you help me, like, if like do stuff, like. Even if I'm not super into it personally, or you're not super into it, like, as long as we're, like, doing it together, I'm gonna have fun, like. Facts. Like, we could be literally on the side of the road picking up trash, but as long as, as long as we're cool, you know, that's all that matters, you know. Like, hey, we're outside in a jumpsuit picking up trash on the side of the road looking like some inmates, but hey, it'd be, like, fun as shit. Yeah, because, like, one of my, like, I count it as a date now, but I, like, didn't for a long time because I, like, didn't know it was a date because it was never established that it was a date. was, like, we just, like, went and sat, like, by the beach for, like, an hour or so, like, and just talked and, like, chilled. And so, like, that was cool with me, but, um, I don't know. It was never established that it was a date, but at this point, I'm just counting it. That's definitely a date, um... I feel like that's that's a date for sure. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's simple. It's simple, and simplicity is kind of sometimes all you need. I mean, some people are like, "Oh, you have to be um, spending money, extenuous, spending money, doing all types of stuff like that." And that's not necessarily true. Uh, but it also depends on the quality of your spouse. 
or significant other. I was about um, to say spouse. Who got a spouse? <laughs> spouse, significant other. This is for the people that are out there that are married. Shout out to those people that are married. Um, you know, I haven't gotten there yet. Maybe one day. But your boy's kind of broke at the moment. So I'm Facts. Facts. Me, I'm like, but, I'm going to need a seven carat ring. Thanks. <laughs> right, for sure. I mean, I don't know. Some people out here are getting married young. A lot of my friends and stuff have been getting married like at least three or four people I know around the same age have been getting married, and you know we're not old or anything like that. We're just really pretty young, and I'm like, oof. I was like, why are y'all getting married with, with what money? It's like goodness, it's like y'all must have a trust fund that nobody told me about. Honestly, I feel like a lot of people probably do, but um, Perhaps. yeah. I mean, I understand the concept of love languages, and I feel like it is a very important thing is to understand like how your significant other does um, feel and accept and show love. Like, I feel like those are very important things to know in a relationship, especially if it's like, if your love languages don't align, but I'm just like, but mine is like, um, what was it? Words of affirmation, but theirs is physical touch. Like, obviously I can't just be like, oh, hey, you're pretty all the time because then they're like, okay, but bitch don't hold my hand. So, like... Yeah. I don't know. Physical touch isn't... It's kind of up there. It'd probably be like a third or fourth for me if I had to, like, ballpark it. Um, I would say words of affirmation are probably up there for me and not, like, not, like, uh, compliments or anything like that. But just, you know, we have, like, cognitive discussion about... uh, why we love each other like she says like you know i really love you because you do this really well or i just like the way that you interpret this or how we have good conversations stuff like that is more like this type of affirmation i would be looking for not like uh character affirmations like oh my gosh you're just the best real estate salesman in the world that's why i love you or something like nobody gives a shit about that like, <laughs> you know, just, just be honest here you know first of all until you are on selling sunset you are not the best (laughs) exactly they're like yeah i'm the best insurance agent sales agent or whatever the fuck you do um farmer in south georgia it's like yeah that's great but is that the only reason why you love me um (laughs) oh my love language is also like if we cannot roast each other like oh facts right like yeah. you have to be able to like banter and roast each other um i come from a roasting culture um <laughs> so if, if i can't roast you uh it ain't gonna work out you know because like nine times out of ten depending on how long we're together uh you're gonna get called big head whether you have a small head or not i'm dead as fuck i can't stand that one i cannot stand <laughs> big yeah, head if you have yeah, you're definitely getting called big head. I don't care if you got the smallest head in the world, I'm still calling you big head. Little pea uh, head. That too, that's even funnier. <laughs> so the roasting is definitely top five probably. Like I think that's a I wouldn't say it's a universal thing, but I think it's very Oh, much... I know some people who cannot handle a roast. <sighs> yeah, I, I do too. I mean I feel like it also not... depends on context though. That is very true. Like, you kind of have to know your significant other. Like, you can't be, you can't be like a comedian, comedian. Uh, like, you can't be saying some wild ass shit. Be like, oh, uh, 
that's why, I don't know, that's why our baby's ugly. Like, what? Like, <laughs> like, like, like it's your baby, too. What do you mean? Okay, that and, is and your baby. It's like, I would, yeah, I, like, if someone said that like to you, me, like, like, I don't even want kids, but if someone had said that to me, that's why our baby's ugly, I would be like, um, that's your baby. Facts, that's what I'm saying, but some people say some wild ass shit, like, I know me, I don't think I'd say something that wild, but I'd say some pretty wild stuff, and I'd be like, oh, my bad, I was just, I was just joking, but it's like, I can't go, like, full out Kevin Hart, Chris Tucker, Chris Rock on somebody. The funniest thing ever was me hitting up one of our mutual friends while you was like out with them <laughs> and they were like i didn't know you knew each other i was like and we were like yeah and then we me and you just had a conversation through them like roasting each other like just because like i mean literally like all of my friendships like we just roast each other constantly facts i feel like we have like the one of the coolest relationships just because we're we're authentically friends and we just align so much like i feel like our thought processes and stuff like that are very similar so it's always fun to just we have like a brother sister relationship so oh 100 it's just especially since we both got siblings too like true and we both sagittarians that's the whole point of this podcast (laughs) the most dangerous podcast in the world (laughs) <laughs> that'd be awkward if neither of us were and <laughs> we just named it like split in Sag and Capricornus <laughs> like, like what like how did I come up with that name like, nah. like were, were y'all okay when y'all <laughs> decided on that we were drunk and during COVID <laughs> bags yo like oh my god COVID was a sad time for a lot of people but I really had fun <laughs> I'm not gonna lie Yo, for all the people out there that are listening, our friend group is super wild, so I would say it's me, AM, two of our other friends, and we stayed at their house for like 90% of COVID, probably 95%, and I think our, our COVID experience was like, get up, me and, well, go to work, come back to the house. Like, round lunches, late afternoon? Yeah, yeah, drink. And then watch something on Netflix and stay up all night and then repeat the same thing like all week. Bro, um, we watched Outer Banks all in one night. Very much so. Um, I ate an entire like carton of goldfish. We went through. You, sp- you spilled my goldfish too. That was after COVID. There was so many goldfish. We have was, consumed yeah, so was. many <laughs> goldfish. Um, For and the people then, out there that don't know me, I am a goldfish guy for sure. Right, and it's got to be the flavor blasted. Of course. But, um, yeah, like, we just, like, our friend group is just, like, so tight-knit. Like, it really be wild. Like, our, our, COVID, our COVID, like, summer was unmatched. It really was. I mean, we threw all types of parties and shouldn't have been, I'm sure... The governor saw what we were doing. They'd probably be like, y'all, the reason COVID's still going on. Um, <laughs> but shout out to our friend group. You know, we, we do what we Shout do. out to Florida, who is closed down for one single day. <laughs> Bro, that's why Florida is legit the best state. Like, Florida just don't give a fuck about shit. Like, sort of be like, we got a deadly virus. They'd be like, fuck it. We're still partying. 
they said I will close down. <laughs> Psych. And and I'm a proud Floridian. Shout out to Florida. Um, Same. Florida's I'm actually a resident of Florida. Fun fact. Yes. Fun fact. You're a resident. I was born and raised there, and then moved to the sadder parts of South Georgia. But <laughs> hey, nothing like home. All right. All right. We did get a little off topic. Back on topic. Do you, uh, you think that there is a love language that is overrated? Ooh. Uh, yes. Definitely some love languages that are overrated. Um, let's start with the love languages that are top tier first, and then I can kind of go through the ones that are overrated. Okay. Because top tier to me is like, Food. Food is top tier love language. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> Agree or disagree? You're right. You're right. Um, what's that saying? What's that saying? The way to a man's heart is through his stomach? Yes, it is. Um, so I, I would have to say food is definitely top tier. Um, I don't know. What else you got? Um... Music, music taste. Ooh, that, Here's the thing: we don't tough. even have to like the same amount of music, or the same amount, same type of music. But you gotta be able to just kind of vibe with me through the flow, because I will literally play High School Musical and then switch to DMX and then go to Frank Sinatra, and you just gotta ride that wave with me. Yo, chill, because I was just about to say Frank Sinatra's... I was about to put that in my answer, too. I was like, we're going to go from, like, Young Thug to Frank Sinatra in, like, two seconds. And then to Luke Combs, and then to some, like, heavy metal stuff, all in, like, a span of five minutes. So, for sure. Music is very, very much underrated. Uh, One of my other really good friends, we were pretty close, and our thing was definitely, like, we would sit out like a parking lot and we listen to music for hours on end uh i think to the point one time like her car battery died but <laughs> she tried to leave uh it was like the middle of the night and i didn't have any jumper cable so i had to call like my cousin or something like give us a jump i was like fuck but music is definitely up there for sure i feel like i don't even know like i understand receiving gifts as a valid love language that being said (laughs) i feel like it can be borderline overrated borderline i i I highly agree with that um like gifts to me and i i guess this is for me like even like birthday party gifts stuff like that that stuff is super overrated like i'm not a like, I'm a materialistic person, but not from other people. Like, if I'm buying my own stuff, it's different. But I don't really like people buying stuff for me. Uh, I'll buy stuff for other people. Like, don't get me wrong. But I would definitely agree that it is kind of overrated for sure. Here's Very the thing. Overrated. I've just started sending the links to exactly where to buy that shit for me. I'm like, this is what I want. Please just give me that. But at the same time, you could give me a buttercup that you picked and a coffee and I will be like, fuck, I love you. Yeah. I mean, for me, and like I said, I kind of already reiterated, but, like, the best thing that you can give me 
from a friend standpoint, significant other standpoint, spouse, whatever, if you're a female. Yeah, for a female. Um, I'd say it's definitely just time, like quality time. Like if you give me your time, that is really all I can ask for. I don't really require too much, I don't think. But that's like the most affectionate thing you can give because you can't get time back. You can get money back. You can get gifts, you can get a lot of other stuff, but you can't get time back. So if somebody like sits there and gives you their time, like that's that's very um, very respectable. Um. Yeah, but I kind of feel like I get like quality time is like actually being there, but I feel like all of them like all of them require you to be actively thinking about a person. So it's kind of like you are giving them your time like your mental time or you're like going out and like being like hey i saw this and i was thinking about you and i got it like um um because i passed by a stand and saw it and thought about you and then i like spent those couple minutes like getting it for you but I was but you were on my mental type thing so like I feel like it all comes down to like you're receiving time and you're receiving effort from someone I I agree and disagree um I do think that is a very valid point for sure um and shout out to those people that are like that you know um I'm kind of like that in a way but more I guess what I was referring to is just like being like cognitive and like ever present if we're in the same I guess if we're like just together like if we're you know having like friend time or girlfriend boyfriend time or whatever like that just like being there like I guess asking questions with each other just trying to learn each other because you can never truly learn somebody because somebody's always evolving as a person so just asking questions asking about how they're doing stuff like that like just regular conversation for me is just that's top tier like i mean outside of music because i'm a huge music head but you know those conversations that you have personally with somebody it's just can't beat it can't beat it with a stick didn't someone have lyrics about love languages yeah um queen naja and rush dropped a song called love language i think is it was it no, that wasn't. She dropped a song called "Love Language," but I don't think Russ was featured on that song. Um, but she's a dope artist who's been catching a lot of flack lately, actually on Twitter, why? Um, which is a whole different. That's a completely. I don't even know why. Like I've been scrolling through, and like people are just like on the Queen Naja hate train. Like, but what? Like, what did she do? That's so bad. But people are the same way with Russ. Like people still like do not like Russ for whatever reason. I'm like, y'all are tripping. Y'all are bugging. But I mean, I'm not gonna lie, bro. His song Camp Summer came on while I was like in my car today, and I was like, I this song lives in my head rent free. Such a flex. That is a great song. Um, not my favorite Russ song, but like, I'm such a supporter of his music. I just like the song before I even hear it. Like, if I'm on Spotify and he drops a new song, like, I'm liking it before I even hear it just because I'm a huge fan of him. Uh, I think what he does is great, but. <laughs> I know that's kind of off topic, and we should probably just do maybe like a whole music uh, episode or something like that, but Russ is, he's like top tier artistry, so. <laughs> just the, 
a whole podcast episode just dedicated to Russ. <laughs> Shout out to Russ, through. man. He's, he, Russ is killing it. And like I said, this is completely off topic, but that dude is killing the rap game, killing the mental health therapy, putting like, putting people Body on, positivity. Like, Body positivity, which is a whole different podcast that we need to get on to. Um, a whole episode we need to get on because that's... Uh, I already have it in our topics list. Don't you worry. <laughs> So for those people, y'all please stay tuned for the body positive, the body positivity episode that should be coming soon. Um, I've got a lot to say on that. That's that's a, a that's an epidemic. I got you say. <laughs> yeah, it really but is. It's pretty well. But yeah, I mean, where they all go? I mean, I feel like. N- I wonder when it really became, like, a big topic for, um, people to talk about love languages. Because I, for real, like, I've only heard about it in the last, like, five years or so. And, um, like, I didn't even have a clue what it was when people first started talking about it. Because, and then when people first started talking about it, and even now, kind of, I'm like, I can't understand how you have a relationship without, like, incorporating so many, like, different variations of showing love to a person but I always also just grew up around a lot of different types of people so I feel like everyone I've known has shown love in a different type of way and I've just kind of adapted to that like I show love in so many different ways for sure um I think like it's been it's always been talked about love language has always been talked about I think we just kind of coined that term for maybe our generation or uh, the time being, but love language has always been talked about. It's just been called something different over periods of time. Uh, I say, I mean, I definitely agree with you though. I think it's it's something that needs to be ever present as it is now. I think I see it a lot more on Twitter, which you don't like at Twitter as much, but Twitter threads are like top tier, and they just make us are. You learn so much on Twitter, you learn a lot of stuff that's not true on Twitter, but there's a lot of good stuff that people have, um, that it kind of, it gives it a different platform outside like Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat where you can have like dialogue and, um, monologue between people or whatever that makes it, uh, super interesting. But, yeah. You know what's a gift and an act of service and quality time? Twitter. Plants. Plants are all of these things. Bro, I did my whole senior thesis on some radishes, so you already knew. I remember. I remember that. Yeah, that is very true. (laughs) Like, help me move a heavy pot and then buy me some seeds and then plant them with me, bro. (laughs) Top tier love language. Right. Right. And then let's talk about aliens. Like... (laughs) I'm planning a date on this podcast. For the guys out there uh, that are trying to get AM, if you ain't into aliens, it ain't happening. Right. Uh, Like, how are you not going to believe in aliens? Take her to see a movie and then talk about aliens. I'm also not convinced that mermaids don't exist. You know, I'm not a 
mystical creature or like a mystical thought creature a person that thinks about like aliens and like mermaid stuff like that like that stuff to me is like i'm such a logical thinker it's just like it's super out of the realm of possibility bro i have so many arguments for these things and we'll have to do another podcast episode maybe just on aliens before we get back on topic do you think bigfoot is real no duh that's stupid so why do you think aliens? <laughs> <laughs> like, is, if anything, I think more Bigfoot would be real than aliens. Like, come on, man. Like, that is that that's a topic that needs to be discussed later on. Man, well, but the love language thing is—I think it's a—it's a beautiful thing. Um, I have. I think all couples are just, not even just couples, but just like people, I guess, no matter what kind of relationship, friendship, you know, spousal shit, which is a new word I just came up with, um, people should talk about it. It's like, as a friend, like, what do you bring to a friend, a spouse, or whatever? Like, what do you bring to the relationship that shows that you care about um, whatever person that you're involved with as a personal friend, as a uh, spouse or a girlfriend, boyfriend, because I think people like they're like, yeah, I have a whole bunch of friends or whatever like that, but we don't really do this or we don't really do that or this person is kind of fake and they do this with this. Then this they ain't friend your friend, we bitch. Well, I mean, everybody brings something different to the table. Like I think even in our friend group, we all bring something different to the table. I think we're pretty diverse, honestly. So I don't think there's like a huge issue, but. With a lot of people, I do see, like, they have, like, six or seven friends, and then they're like, oh, well, my friend uh, such and such hits up this person but doesn't hit me up like this, or they ask him this question or ask him to do that. So it's just, like, you kind of have to find, like, a balance of, like, what type of friend or what type of – what do you bring to the relationship and what do they bring to the relationship? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I mean – I feel that, I feel that, like, everyone has their, like, strengths and shit, but, um, at the same time, it's like, I don't know, I tell my friends that I'm like, love you, appreciate you, and I know, I know for a fact that the first time I say that to a new friend, they are looking how that girl looked at Jack Harlow when he said, alright, see you inside, love you. I cannot. Bruh, <laughs> did Jack- you see that? The body positivity, like, somebody remind me, whoever's listening or in the comments, whatever, that I have a topic that I have to talk about that has Jack Harlow and the body positivity thing on it because it definitely correlates to that conversation. Um, And it's just super wild. But speaking of Jack Harlow, like, have you listened to that new album? I haven't listened to the new album. I've listened to First Class, but that's because it was everywhere. I think everybody has, but people are saying that that album is trash. They're saying it's mid. But I wasn't. I wasn't too thrilled with first class. The sample was great. The sample was so good. The sample was so good, and then I heard the real song, like the whole song, and I was like, oh. Like the lyrics were super weak, and I I like Jack Harlow. Like I think what he he could bring more to the rap game. Um, but like his bars and I think were like super like cringy, weakish. I was like, he was like, I give her sweet, sweet, sweet semen. I was like, wait, what? what? 
what, what, what are you thinking in this in these lyrics when you're writing them? Like, Whoa! Did you not did hear he that write them? In the song? Did he write them? I'm I'm assuming he did because if you had a ghostwriter and he wrote that, I would not say that in my rap lyrics. Oh my! It was like the wildest thing ever. Like I was looking at the lyrics on Spotify while I was um, listening to the song. He's like, I give her speaks sweet sweet semen. I was like, a love language. <laughs> I'm I'm dying. Not a love language. That is, that is Jack, Jack Harlow's love language. But it's like, literally, all he talks about in his songs is saying, if that's what you, I mean, guys like sex. I mean, that's no secret, but I mean, it's like, dang, dude, do you have anything else to talk about besides that? Bro, I'm crying. <laughs> Please go back and listen to the lyrics or look at the lyrics in that song and then listen to what he's saying. But the sample was great. I think that's what makes the it makes the song catchy and it makes it like a TikTok hit like it was and people are super anticipating well, super I mean, highly anticipating I was probably like seven years old when Glamorous came out and I can still like sing and rap uh, all the words to that because Ludacris was on that Ludacris is a legend shout out to Luda um, that dude is a rap lyricist like he's he's arguably top five out of Atlanta when it comes to lyricists as far as rappers, which is another different conversation, but Luda doesn't get the respect that he deserves as a rap artist. I'm pretty sure Luda on that song is why I'm into shoes so much. Ludacris has a whole discography that is like just top tier, and his rap delivery and everything like that is is, is, is up there. It's amazing. Another Uh, love language, shoes. Shoes, that's actually a very good point. Um, I am a shoe addict. Uh, I know, you come in with a Nike box. I have photos of you walking into um, our friend's house holding Nike boxes. These are facts. I am a sneakerhead. Uh, when I worked at a shoe store, that's all I did. I don't even know how I survived them. Like, my checks were like ass. <laughs> and I was buying like $200 pairs of shoes. I was like, I couldn't have been making more than like $500 paycheck with it because I wasn't working. And half of it went right back in. Literally, like I was the company's probably biggest investment because they were paying me to work there just to buy the shoes to like live broke. Like I think in college when I was I was still working there, uh, this is freshman year. So actually my college was in Georgia, but it was right on the Georgia Alabama line. So I actually worked in Alabama but went to school in Georgia. Um and so I worked at the store there. Uh, I was actually I was working at Hibbins. Mm-hmm. And I would just like, I was struggling so bad as far as money because I couldn't eat. Like my lunch, um, I had a meal plan, but I could only eat in the morning because I had a class at lunchtime. And then our school was so small. So by the time I got off work, the cafe was closed. So I was always eating out like two times out of the day. And so I was eating out two times a day when I worked and I was buying a pair of shoes and putting one on layaway like every week. Like I was broke. Like I was, there was times where I had like $40 in my bank account. I had to make that shit stretch for like two weeks. I was like, yeah, this ain't good. But I was like, I'm about to return these shoes because I ain't had nothing to eat. <laughs> ain't no gas money. Bro, I mean, I have a pair of kicks that everybody always asks me about 
Um, uh, they ain't real. They ain't real. I'm not gonna lie. Because those shoes would be $10,000 pairs of shoes. And, uh, bro, like, no. So let's, let's get on that topic. Like, people, I, and I know you have probably a difference of opinion on this, but, like, fake designer is super whack. Like, if you can't afford it, don't wear it. And if it's not real, don't wear it. I definitely have a difference of Okay, I'm sorry, but like I'm not gonna pay ten thousand dollars for a pair of shoes. I don't care when I can get them for ninety bucks, which is still an expensive pair of shoes in my world. In my world, <laughs> that is an in expensive pair of shoes. Like, I mean, let's think about it though. I can go to Nordstrom Rack and buy last year's um Prada sunglasses for like 50 bucks sunglasses are different though like okay shoes but will, still well, okay because because sunglasses are also an investment because you can have those for a while that's true so so i mean like in i mean shoes like they're pretty they're good for a couple seasons and if you wear them like often and then they usually wear out you know that is true um I'm glad you broke that point up because this is for all the females that are, that are out there. Now wear my shoes. That are in high school and college that buy Air Force Ones and are disrespecting them. Please stop. Good God, please stop. If you have a pair of Air Force Ones and you take those things to the club just to fuck them up, bro, you you are a terrible person. Like at, at one point in time, like. Those were the and they're still ideal shoes to wear. They're great shoes, but if you crease them or get them dirty, they're almost like not cool anymore. And people are like taking them and just like just like damn raw dogging them. It's like what the fuck are you doing to those great shoes? Like I can't tell you how many times I've gone to the club and seen somebody fucking up a pair of Air Force Ones like. Find a different shoe. Find some some Fila's or Fila's, however you want to pronounce it. I'm a, I say Fila. Fila. Some people Fila. say Fila. But find another pair of shoes to fuck up. Air Force Ones are not the shoes to fuck up. There's so many other ugly pairs of shoes out there that you can fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Um, bro, I, I remember... Oh, this is so long ago. It was like my freshman year of high school and I had probably not even real Converse. They probably weren't even real Converse and they they were probably like the off-brand Converse, probably from like Target or whatever, maybe Walmart, whatever, I don't know. And um I wore them so much that like the sole was coming out, but um good god but I think that was my only pair of shoes at the time. And so I was just duct taping them. What a savage. And so I would never. And so now I got me a fake pair of $10,000 shoes. So times have changed. If you see AM in the streets with those fake $10,000 pair of shoes on, hit her in the head with a rock. <laughs> what? <laughs> Because I cannot stand people that wear fake designs. And if someone and does friends. that, and if someone does that, you get sued. <laughs> Don't take any of this 
any of this seriously. <laughs> Please let it be a fake rock. Um, a bro, fake rock. Throw a styrofoam rock. Rock. I can't afford to get sued. Uh, I can't afford to sue. For, for copyright infringement reasons, please take this off the podcast. <laughs> but a love language, oh <laughs> an American Literally. love language. Yeah, it's like people. Suing. And I grew up with guys in high school, like, and I guess it's so cool. And you think about it, it's like our era of music. Uh, for me personally, like when I was in middle school, I was heavy into Chicago music, like Chief Keith, Lil Dirt, those type of guys, and they were wearing like real designer clothes. So, like, a lot of our culture now is, like, influenced by people that wear designer clothes. And they can't afford them. And that's the thing. It's, like, designer clothes are for people that can afford designer stuff. If you can't afford it, you probably shouldn't be wearing it. So, do us all a favor and don't wear it instead of wearing a polo shirt. Here's the thing. That's really a hang shirt. I would much rather people, and, and me included in this, um, buy old fashion like vintage fashion that's kind of like you can find it like i don't estate sales or something and that but we don't live in a place where there's estate sales but i still want to have good fashion and i mean like don't get me wrong there's websites where you can get like secondhand stuff and like one of my purses that's designer is a secondhand purse um and um, and I have a lot of stuff that I got in true secondhand, like consignment shops or whatever. Um, and it's right. real, it's been checked over. I would rather do that because it's sustainable, but there's some things that it's like, wish with, um, certain things I just like, will just like, okay, I really like this. This is new. So there's obviously not, no way I'm going to find it. So I'll just get it fake. And so that's way I can still have have my fashion that I like but not be paying that much so I'm not like working two jobs to get to have a spending problem like I'm not doing that like I and don't get me wrong like if I can find it second hand I'll try to do that but like I mean see I this is like, what we did I feel like we have gotten so far off of tonight's topic but it's cool we have but this is a very needed topic because we're on two different parts of the spectrum when it comes to materialistic things, which kind of does play into the love language thing because we were talking about uh, shoes. And stuff but like here's that. the mm-hmm. thing you could get me a nice pair of shoes without spending $3,000, and I will be just as happy, even if you tell me they're fake. Listen, I'll put it this but way. But don't give me a fake diamond pair- ring. If I buy you a pair of $3,000 shoes and you don't like it, I'm going to tell you to fuck off. Because <laughs> I just spent $3,000 on these fucking shoes. What if they are ugly? Like what if they are ugly? I don't give two fucks. What if I look like I got big bird on my feet? Well, you more damn, you better be on Sesame Street strutting that shit. <laughs> because if I spend $3,000 on a pair of shoes for you, if you don't even like them, that's fine. But at least be like, hey, I appreciate the thought. Okay, well, yeah, and I will always do that. But this is why I send links to the things I want. Does that take out the spontaneousness of the... Okay, then go pick me a buttercup. Okay, that, that's fair. Okay, I then. A, I can afford a buttercup. Okay, I will... If you don't like the link I sent you, then go pick a buttercup and give me a cup of coffee. 
if you send me a link with a pair of three thousand dollars shoes, I'm gonna send you a link back to another job application and a pen. And take you to get the fuck out of my face, respectfully. <laughs> Just give me a Groots, bro. Just give me a Groots. That was great. That's my love language, <laughs> actually. Just a yes. lifetime supply of Groots. Okay, so when it comes to drinks and love language, I think mine and I wasn't. Mine is orange juice. If you buy me orange juice, like if I have a limited, uh, an unlimited supply of orange juice, I would be like your friend forever. I love orange juice. Like, Bro, I know you. Sometimes you'll come up to the friend's house with orange juice and the Nike boxes. Bro, I am a orange juice fiend. Oh it, no, 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 no! Orange... Ashley, I know your love language. What? It's the um, Rotel dip. Oh my God! What a hey! If y'all hear this, please enter a round of applause or applaud. A M. Rotel dip is top tier. I know um, your love language. Uh, our oh other gosh. friend almost name dropped. I didn't mean to do that. Um, it's all good. Our other friend, she knows your love language because every time we have a little like dinner with the friends, she's always like, "Gotta make Rotel dip." Facts, <laughs> yo. If you make me some Rotel dip and give me some orange juice, we're like we're friends forever. We're locked in. Like there's there's no change in that. You can have whatever. I might buy you a three thousand dollars pair of shoes. I'll probably put them away away, but <laughs> you know, it's the thought that counts. Like I'm a simple guy. Like you don't have to do really much to like keep me. As long as you're just <laughs> just feed the rotel dip and the orange juice. Just take some rotel dip and some orange juice, which is very inexpensive. It's not. It's not much. I'm not these are much. these are broke foods. These are struggle yeah, foods. Just, and just and just a little bit of your time. That's all I ask. A little bit of your time, some orange juice and rotel dip. That's all I ask for in life. Is that too much to ask for? I don't think so. I don't think so. Shout out shout out to those people that make rotel dip and, and drink orange juice. Not at the same time. That's probably disgusting. <laughs> you get what I'm going with this. I was like, oh, wait, actually we gotta back up because I know this homie's love language. Yeah, that was very spot on, and um, I'm glad you brought that up, because Rotel Dip is, is very, very good. I mean, it's just got, like, everything that you need in one. It's got the flavor. And it's cowboy got, beans, right? Yeah, it's got cowboy beans. It's got the meat that you want. It's, like, it's just perfect. And it's got, like, that, that Cajun taste Yeehaw. to it. That makes you from, like, your damn from Louisiana. And I ain't from Louisiana, but it makes me kind of want to move to Louisiana. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's great. Um, what else? There's another drink. Uh, what am I thinking of? I'm a smoothie guy, too. So, for those people Bro, that like smoothies. first of all, the great smoothie right. debate of 2020. Smoothies are amazing. Like, y'all remember, I the, <laughs> do you remember the butter battle? I don't. The, it was a Dr. Seuss thing where they didn't know where th there was two sides of a wall and one side wanted to put the butter on top of the toast and the other side wanted to put the butter on the bottom of the toast. Yes, I do remember that. I remember reading it in the book and I didn't understand. I understood it, but I didn't understand that. I, could, was, I guess it went over my head. And that was basically the same premise 
as the great smoothie debate of 2020. Because I tried Bro. to tell Adam that there was this good smoothie place, and homie did not want to listen to me. And now that I have moved away, Adam goes to the smoothie place all the time, and I'm like, bro, I try Listen, to put y'all. you on. I'm a loyal person. This is a part of my loyalty. Bro, he been if loyal I go to, to a specific place, yes, and Smoothie King with is their lit. grainy smoothies. Hold on, we're not going to disrespect Smoothie King. <laughs> Shout out to the CEO of Smoothie King. Um, you deserve a raise. Uh, <laughs> you're top tier. Because that's all I wanted in our city was a smoothie joint. And that was the first one that we got. And, and they were consistent. And I appreciated it. Bro. I still do. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But ain't smoothie Man. pop good? Way to give out our location just like that. Yes. Yeah, ain't pop no one legit. know where that is. Ain't no one know where that is. They finna Google and they finna like, oh, these... No good jokers are from small town. No good jokers. In the in the middle of ten fucking two. I think no, I think it's a chain. It's not a chain, I don't think. I think it's a teeny tiny little chain. Yeah, the one chain. It's the only chain link. (laughs) (laughs) They're working on it. I'll tell you what I thought was, I, I didn't think that was a chain, it was Maryland's Fried Chicken. I thought that was like a, a city, our city thing. I did not realize that other places had Maryland's Fried Chicken. <laughs> I thought for the longest, we were the only person that had Maryland's Fried Chicken. Bro. But, um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I feel like food is such a big thing, like, Someone told me they didn't like hummus the other day, and I, w- I took that personally. You're going to take it even personal because I've never even tried hummus, so. <laughs> That's a crime against nature, bro. All hail the chickpea. Hummus just, hummus just sounds like, it sounds like old people food. I promise you it's good. It sounds like something that, it sounds like Grey Coupon, like. Which is just mustard for those young it's people the out there. It's fancy mustard. For those people that um that are young and don't know what great coupon is, it is just fancy mustard. It's fancy um, mustard. Oh, someone. But it's someone somewhere has a really good hummus. Oh no, that's here. You when when you come here, I'll take you to the hummus place. Can we get some great coupon as well? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Bro, I, also, I honestly thought that if you had grape coupon in your fridge, then you was rich. I thought that was how you knew if someone was rich or not. Shit. I thought you were rich if you just had some um, other than basic value Walmart ketchup. If you had some Heinz ketchup, I was like, hey, this motherfucker's rich. I have Heinz in my fridge right now. Rich as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have... Heinz Ranch and um, like a thing of juice in my fridge right now and those are the only things in my fridge but it's something yo the one thing that black people do take seriously which is probably a love language is name brand condiments 
that is a underrated thing. Just, and it's probably in a lot of communities, but I will say, because I can speak to a black community being African-American now, like hot sauce, top tier. Which hot sauce, sauce is the best, I feel, is a love language in and of itself. Definitely. That barbecue sauce, too. People will fall out about some barbecue sauce. Like, put the wrong barbecue sauce on some food, and people will be like, Mm-mm, this ain't it. Oh, and how you pronounce Worcestershire sauce? Worcestershire. I can't even say the word. Cause Worcestershire. Worcestershire. I just feel like I'm about to like just stutter so hard. But it's about to be like the worst stutter in American history. Like, let me just stop my head. Did you hear me like pause? Yes. I, I was thought like, you were about like, thought you were about to choke on your teeth, trying to get that up. <laughs> no, but I said it correctly. I had to take a pause and think it through, but I said it. Thanks, you did. Um, another, I guess if I'm thinking of a younger love language than food, I'm thinking like Kool-Aid, well, food and drinks. Kool-Aid is up there, and I'd say Kool-Aid cinnamon or Hawaiian toast. Punch. Kool-Aid. Hawaiian Punch is up there too, though. I'm not going to cap. Like, I was a Hawaiian Punch thing, like, my entire upbringing. Like, we never left the store without Hawaiian Punch. That's Bro, how I was back. It, we either had the big thing of Kool Aid, like the jug type thing where you actually scoop it out, or we had, yeah. or we had a big old thing of Hawaiian Punch. Bro, Hawaiian Punch. Always red or blue. Bro, Capri Suns are top tier. Oh my god. Capri Suns were the shit. The jugs. The ju- chugga jugs. For sure. I always if you got buy the me purple some Capri Suns. If you bring me some Capri Suns, we're, we're, we're pretty cool. Capri Suns, nah, chocolate bro. chip cookies, chips like, ahoy specifically. If you brought, honest to God, <laughs> and me and Adam are the same in this, <laughs> and this is so real, if you brought me and Adam, like, so, some um, Kool-Aid and some Flavor Blasted Goldfish, we would be so happy. Bro, like, you talk about life complete. That is just... We are simple I human. wouldn't bother you for anything else. <laughs> Can I get we a little rum in that Kool-Aid? Yes, just a little bit, you know. I feel like our other friends would be like, it needs more alcohol. Bro, me and our other friend, remember when we made all those jello shots that one time? Me and that one friend? Yep. Yeah, so um, in order to make those jello shots, me and her had to taste test the jello shots, right? Had to, like, is mm-hmm. it too much alcohol? Is it not enough alcohol? And um, me and her. <laughs> really went through like a whole batch of like <laughs> jello shot liquid taste testing it trying to get the right co- like taste before we had to make another one so that y'all could actually have jello shots because me and her drank like a whole pot of it i remember y'all told me that whenever we came over i was like you say y'all are pretty much already drunk is what you're saying um because like i think okay Jello shots are overrated to me. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I feel like they're overrated because 
I feel like you spend you spend a lot of energy trying to consume them to only get like a little bit of like the effect. Oh, oh first of all, you know the way me and that friend make jello shots, and that is like three shots. Yeah, but see, like when I'm drunk, I'm not trying to sit there and like like sit there and eat it with my tongue, like you know. That's... It's like giving trash head. It's like I'm tired of <sighs> tired of eating the pussy. Like I'm just trying to fucking <laughs> get to the point here. Like just fucking come already. That's how I feel. Oh my with fucking god. Jello shots. Like just let me get a spoon. Let me get a finger. Let me let me use my fingers and eat the pussy. She's like, no, you gotta do it with your tongue. I'm like, bitch, we're not. Who fucking, said that? Uh, she did. Our other friend. That's what. Did... Yeah, nah, bro, I'll be like, pinching, like, I'll be pinching it out and. No, fam, she was like, yeah, I can't do it with your tongue. Like, yeah, like, you, pussy, so. you know how, you <laughs> know how that person said to eat crawfish, you, um, pinch, pinch the head and suck the tail, or whatever? Yeah. Or pinch the tail, suck the head, whatever it was. No, 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 <laughs> that is not what, you knew what I meant. <laughs> no, nah, fam, the whole podcast knows, yeah, if y'all think that, shout out to y'all, because that is. Whatever, uh, someone can write down in the comment which way it was supposed to be, but. Please do, because I'm confused now, but I'm highly. But you I'm understood so... my premise. I do, I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Bro. <laughs> but that's essentially how, like, she be throwing back jello shots. She does. She's a professional. She's a professional alcoholic. Um, love your dad. That girl can drink some alcohol. <laughs> Both him and her can drink some alcohol. Um, but, like, jello shots make me feel fat and bloated. Like, after about like three or four jello shots, I'm like, all right, I'm good. Like, I don't need any more. And they're like, we just turned your jello shots in there. It's like 120 left. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? I like, feel like doing shots together is also a love language. Doing shots together is fun. It is fun. Um, like, I don't actually like drinking, but I like the way I feel after I've drank a little bit. Not like. I don't like know. A fucked up, but not like all the way fucked up. Like fucked up enough not to have a headache the next morning. But I will literally like, do uh, tequila shots like all night with a person and be happy. Yo, know, like when we were at that, what was was it the was it the friends giving that we had uh, at our friend's house or something? There's this guy that we that they invited and he was taking shots of Crown Royal Apple out of a. Out of the bottle. I'm no pretty sure that was my Crown Royal Apple. Bro, I was taking shots of that shit. It was the nastiest thing that mm-hmm. ever touched my tongue. That is something you have got to mix. Yeah, I was, but he was taking it straight, though. He was just taking it straight at the bottle, and I was like, yeah, let me try that. I almost fucking died. I was like, what type of fucking poison is this shit? <laughs> no, no, I can do tequila shots, but I would not do that. No, you... For Crown Apple, you have got to mix it with, um, with Sprite. Mix that with some orange juice or something. <laughs> you cannot mix a brown liquor with orange juice. I feel like that's a blasphemy. It might be sacrilegious too, but I tried. <laughs> this point. Isn't blasphemy and sacrilegious the same definition? 
Uh, it's synonymous. Um, for the college grads out there, y'all help us out, even though we did. I'm pretty sure if it's synonymous, that means it has the same definition. Hold on, fam. You just obliterated the word synonymous. <laughs> I said, no, I didn't. I added like four letters into it, but they were all the same letters. I just drug it out. I swear you said synonymous. I was like, what the fuck is synonymous? Synonymous. I saw you taking a sip of drink, and then you were like, synonymous. I was like, <laughs> I thought you were like Nemo. And then and then it's like oh my goodness just stop just stop oh shit but love language if you can't be manic and laugh like you're drunk even though you're not and you in the middle of a podcast I cannot oh my gosh I think what is it. I don't know. Maybe this is a love language. Maybe it's not. But we just I think the perfect, We just Sagittarius. The, um, the perfect amount of like laughter while you're drunk is kind of actually a flex love language. Because some people overdo it, and it's probably very so. It's not like a big love language, but the right amount of laughter is great. Because like some people overdo it when they're drunk and shit. Like they just be laughing hard as fuck all over you. I'm like, it's not that funny. Depending on how drunk I am. I don't know. It, when, sometimes it gets real, real funny. Oh, for sure, for sure. But it depends on the joke, too. Sometimes it just depends um, on who like, fell the think, loudest. I feel like out of our friend, my, our friend group, y'all are like, I'm the, the most quiet. Y'all are like loud as shit. Bro, let me tell you. My volume be on 20 most every time. So for y'all that are new, we went out to uh, we had to eat downtown and uh, where we live at, and we were eating. This last really time, this last upscale. time we all went out. Yeah, we went to a pretty upscale restaurant downtown. It was we not upscale. It's kind of upscale. Like it's one of the best eateries in our city. Like let's be honest, it stops here. Okay. Um, eateries. We were kind of. I was underdressed at least. But um, I don't be giving a shit. Uh, I was just throwing some shit on. But we're like, we're in the back of the restaurant, and I swear to God, everybody's looking at us because they're like talking loud as shit. And they've already done like at least two or three drinks then when I got there. Because they always tell me I'm late to everything. Okay, first of all, you you don't come until like the second, third drinks are poured. Y'all just fucking alcoholics. That's the problem. I was like, I was like five seconds late. Whatever. Like, I'm three, I'm like three drinks in. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, are y'all damn goldfish just drinking down, drinking alcohol down? With my goldfish snacks too. And then you got that, uh, that weird bacon that was like half-ass cooked. That shit was disgusting. It was prosciutto. It was prosciutto. That shit was trash. If anybody's ever had that, don't don't eat that. It's like I just wanted like to worst. know what it tasted like. This shit tasted like the bottom of a shoe and a snail's ass. <laughs> Good God, that's that very terrible. specific. Yeah, don't quote me on that. Um, but but yeah, 
Okay, yeah, this homie really shushed me. Talking about me? Yeah. Yeah, you shushed me. I shushed all of y'all because y'all were embarrassing me. I'm the youngest out of the group, and y'all were like literally the loudest. I was like, I know everybody in this entire fucking vicinity hears us. I don't care. But you're a New Yorker, so you like you're automatically loud by default. <laughs> and then if you're trying to get your point of if you get if you're trying to get your point across, you're like on a thousand, and I'm like, fuck. Okay, but I wasn't like, even arguing with them. anyone this time. Yeah, our other friends were loud too, but you kind of rile it up though. You're the instigator. How? <laughs> okay. Another love language match one. energy. That's probably the most important love language. I think that's a very over love language. Matching energy, like, I guess because people do it in such a toxic manner. Like, I see it on Twitter all the time, but like, if my guy's cheating, I'm cheating on him too because we're just matching energies. I'm like, no, you're fucking idiots, which you are. Uh, I don't know, the matching energy thing is so so ghetto I feel like if you do it wrong okay that's a, that's a fair point I just always see it in like a dumb context so like if if she's eating roast beef without me then she must be cheating so I'm gonna match her energy and do the same thing like how does that correlate like people do it in the, like the weirdest ways I guess and maybe it's just a twitter Maybe it's just a Twitter world. Maybe people aren't actually out there doing it. But for those who don't know, I did work in uh, law enforcement for a period of time. And people say some stupid shit like that all the time, so I don't put it past people. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like you could come up to me and be like, freaking out, and I'll automatically anxiety, like, all the way up, and, I, and it could be the smallest thing, and then I'm like, okay, you're never allowed to come with, at me with that energy ever again, because I can't handle it. I don't know, people that have, like, that are on a, I feel like, well, you're not on 10 all the time, which is why we get along, but when you're on 10, you stay on 10 for, like, a minute, and it's like, I can match your energy, but I don't have enough energy to, like, want to stay there. Like, when you be yelling, trying to make your point, trying to get your point across, I'm like, all right, you got it, bam, but I don't know. <laughs> it's just wild. I mean, that's fair, but I don't know. I don't know. You got, a, you got a lot of energy in the little body. That's very true. That's very true. Um, manic. Manic. If you want manic. A manic episode. <laughs> Alright, so we kind of got off topic a little bit tonight, but we pretty much still, it all circled back around, but I think it should be time for any closing remarks, if anyone has any. Well, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's watching the podcast, listening, and I say watching like I can see us, y'all can't. Um, but for those that are listening and on the podcast, we appreciate it. Uh, please continue to listen in as I think our conversations will get better and our topics will get more intriguing over time. Uh, 
just doing a podcast with AM, and it's been real tonight. All right, we'll catch you guys back here in another week. So stay tuned, and I do believe we did switch it over to Wednesdays officially, so no more Monday night podcast, more of a Wednesday night. All right, see y'all next week.